Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast, where we talk about how to build a profitable lawn landscaping business. On this show, we talk with folks who maybe have been in business for decades, doing millions of dollars in revenue, as well as guys who are just getting started, everything, anything in between. And today we have a very unique story. We're going to talk with Brian from Green Estates Lawn Care up there in Virginia. And he's a full-time sheriff who also has a lawn care business. So Brian's going to share his story with us. He also has a wife and two kids. His wife helps out with the business. And Brian's grown this thing over the last few years to where they actually do about 90 properties a week. He's got four employees. They also do lawn or landscape enhancements in addition to the lawn care. So it's quite the story. And I'm going to let Brian tell his story here in just a moment. We're going to say thank you to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's episode. If you want to become a professional hardscaper, check out the resources available at the Hardscape Academy. Well, without further ado, here's my conversation with Brian from Green Estates Lawn Care in Virginia. Brian, welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, this has been kind of the, um, we had a state highway patrol fella, uh, Mitchell Gordy on the show. Next week, I'm going to go up and be with Stacy Flanagan up in Virginia, who you know has had law law enforcement uh, experience. So it seems like as a sheriff, you, you, you use that free time to cut that grass and make that cash, huh? That's exactly right. Hey, uh, yeah, there's a lot of free time we have with our schedules and uh, based on now, the way my schedule set up, I'm able to find time during the week. Um, and I was listening to uh, Mitchell's podcast, and my schedule is basically the same as his. Um, and so that allows us to have that free time to set up, you know, a side business. And it kind of started that way as a side business. I just kind of did it. Um, I've, you know, enjoyed long care for a long time. And then I uh, just finally jumped into it. And then I, you know, really developed into a full-time gig now. So I have, you know, I'm a sheriff's deputy. And then I also have this now that I run. Uh, both full time, and I got a you know full time crew out doing uh, a lot of lawn care for me, and then I go ahead and help out with the uh, landscape jobs when when those come up. So how do you keep those four employees while you're you know on sheriff duty? How in the world are those guys being you know doing a good job basically? Well, I've got a, a crew leader um, that is fantastic. His name is uh, Scott. He's actually on uh, Instagram as well. Um, that's actually, it's funny. I, I met him through Instagram. Uh, like a lot of people, you know, connect through Instagram, social media and things like that. Um, and he was moving back into the area and, um, he was looking for a job and I saw his work through Instagram. I really wanted to bring him on board. And so him and I have talked, uh, you know, a lot. Um, and last year I was still running the business. I was still mowing and everything. And this year I knew I was at the point where I was gonna have to hire some employees. So initially I hired him. Um, and then it, kept growing to the point where I had to hire, you know, more and more employees and he became the crew leader. And, uh, I, you know, I trust him with all my properties and he does a great job with everything. So I'm able to stay at the sheriff's office and work there while he kind of runs the operation, um, as a crew leader and operator. Okay. So I was wondering why did you start in the first place? Was it you wanted to make a little more money or you just love landscaping or what, what, what inspired you? Cause I mean, sheriff, you guys get paid decent money. Like 
What, what, why did you want to do the lawn care? Uh, both. I, I've always had like, I always wanted to, you know, own my own business, honestly. Um, even going through the academy and things like that, when I went through, I've been on, you know, right about eight years now. Um, and I just always felt like there's something else I, I wanted. And I've, like I said, from a kid, I always wanted to own something. And I've always had a passion for lawn care and landscaping. And so I knew I had the time and uh, spoke to my wife about it. And both agreed, you know, it was a good time to go ahead and jump on, you know, a dream of mine. So I started out, you know, just in the neighborhood cutting some lawns here and there. Um, and then it just kind of spread and then it, you know, just kind of like took off on itself. And, uh, we do a lot of other services that I think really kind of puts us over on the, on the map, which is like composting. I don't know if you, uh, dealt with composting or, you know, top dressing much at all, but that really, um, that, that put us in a whole new category really to, to the point where I could get my employees. Yeah, there's great profit margins on that, at least down here in Atlanta. I try to get a lot of customers that I don't know how it is in Virginia because you guys have different kind of grass, but down here we have, you know, really short Bermuda and Zoysia and customers right. want to cut with the real mower and you want it nice and level and smooth. And so we'll top dress it, you know, um, a lot of the customers want that, that want that kind of golf course type look. And uh, right. is that similar to what you guys do up there? Yeah, it's actually uh same t- same type of deal. I use, you know, a uh ore grow type of compost. Mm-hmm. Um I actually went out and bought a compost spreader as well, so it actually cuts down on labor a whole lot and it's it's been fantastic. I mean, it's been great. The results are extremely fast. I have them, you know, before and afters on my Instagram um of how fast, you know, really treats the lawn and turns it green and the customers obviously love that. Uh it's like the shock factor of how fast it, you know, greens up and how how great it is for the soil even when I aerate, um, even a year or two years later, you see, cause we have high uh, clay content in Virginia and you'll see as you're aerating over the years, you pull the plugs and the plugs are getting deeper and deeper of mm. true soil rather than just clay. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar to what we got going on here in Georgia. So does your wife work or she's home with the girls or what's, how's her involvement in all of this? Yeah, she, uh, she actually, she was working before, um, but now she helps with uh, bookkeeping and everything uh, on our end of Green Estate Lawn Care. So she, you know, does the invoicing. She actually um, can do estimates and things like that as well. If I'm not able to get to them, you know, like a spring rush, if I'm out doing one, she's able to do certain estimates over uh, the computer, utilizing like yard work and things like that um, to measure out properties. So I've kind of showed her how I did it, and she's able to implement the same thing and do estimates as well. So it's it's been a great help. That's awesome. So I want to hear a little bit more about the origin. You mentioned that you started with some of the neighbor's lawns. Were you just using residential commercial that you had in the garage? Did you go out and start to buy commercial equipment? How did this thing all evolve those first few weeks and months? So I went out and first, yeah, I bought a uh, Skag walk behind. I'm I'm assuming you you had something for your own yard or did you have a service doing your own yard? Actually, we, at the time we weren't, I didn't even have my own yard yet. So oh, we were okay. living in an apartment. Gotcha. Um, and then we, we were, moved into a new development and, uh, right when we moved in there is when I started it. As soon as we got into that development is when I started the company. So I was able to start mowing my lawn with the commercial mower, the Skag. And that's where, um, as soon as we got in there, I kind of had the idea, right, right. The house was kind of coming together and driving through the neighborhood. There's a, there's a good amount of homes in there right around 900. So I knew I had, you know, a good chance of getting into that neighborhood, being a resident in there. And I felt like it kind of gave me leverage 
and it worked. You know, I, I was able to post, you know, through our, our Facebook neighborhood page and things like that. Uh, that really boosted, I feel like, me speeding up the company in my first year or in the two years, and it's still helping right now. Um, that's how I started just doing my own lawn and talking to the neighbors, and then the word just kind of spread throughout the neighborhood. How many accounts do you have in that 900 home? You said 900 homes that are in your neighborhood? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of homes in there. Yeah, route density, man. What? So how how many of those have you been able to add to your books? So this is my third spring um, running the company. And um, right now in that neighborhood, I'd say we're right around close to probably 60, 65. Um, and it's the numbers are, you know, they continue to grow almost once a week with, throughout that neighborhood. Um, and we started out, uh, you know, it's our third year. So we started my first season. I only probably had a total. I only focused on that neighborhood and the route density. And I probably had 15 lawns my first season. And then now we're up towards, you know, 90 lawns a week right now. Wow. And you're, what's Just your hour, what, what's your hours again as, as the sheriff? What is that three times a week for 12 hour shifts or what are you doing? Yeah, it kind of, each week is, is kind of different. We, uh, we work like a rotating schedule. Uh, so we still get our our hours throughout, um, just like a normal job would, but it's just split up because we work twelve hour days. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we we fulfill our hours quicker than if you were just to work, you know, an eight hour day. So then we have those breaks during the week, and like a long week, I can I can work uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, Tuesday off, and then work Wednesday, Thursday, and it just keeps on rotating like that. And my days will you know keep changing throughout the week. So what's your schedule then for the four employees? Do they stay on more of a consistent schedule and you're just kind of hit or miss with checking in on them or? Yeah, they work uh, five days a week right now. Um, my, so I got a three man mowing crew. Uh, they go you know, five days a week right now. Um, you know, eight hour days. And then I have, uh, another employee who helps me when I'm off from the sheriff's office with the landscape job. So he's a part-time employee. Okay. And what's the equipment what, setup now? You mentioned the Skag mower. You guys still rocking that? What kind of weed eaters you got? What kind of truck trailers? What? Give us the whole setup, guys. Guys, nerd out with this. So tell us your setup. So we have, um, yeah, absolutely. We have we're on us. We have the Skag mower still, and we have uh, right mowers for our uh, like stand on mowers. Uh, we got a sixty one uh, ZK, and we have the fifty two inch ZK as well, uh, which have been fantastic. I love those mowers. They've been absolutely great customer service as well. They've been awesome. Um, in my first season, I started out with just a small, uh, six by 12, um, enclosed trailer. And then, uh, as the company grew, I had to buy, you know, something bigger. So I was looking into the box trucks and, uh, I went out and actually bought a older 1997 GMC, uh, box truck and ran that last year. And it was awesome. We, we fed the, you know, metal gate on the back. So we to drive the motors up into the truck and it's easier to get in a small little, like we have like a little city out where we live. Um, you can get knocked down into uh, Warrenton, in Virginia, and there's some small little narrow streets. And so if you get down into that town, um, it gets kind of tough with a trailer. And I just figured if I'm going to be hiring employees, um, if I need to have a guy, you know, if somebody calls out and need to have someone else drive the truck and he doesn't know necessarily know how to drive the trailer, it really help out to get them into these tight little areas. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, start, I got away from the trailers and went to just box trucks. And um, since then, this year, I purchased a new uh, box truck as well. And uh, I got an E450. Um, it's been an awesome truck so far. I mean, it's, it's great. It was all decked out like a landscape uh, truck right from 
the uh, factory. So I don't have to afford and I was able to look at it and uh, buy it right there. I didn't have to have a, you know, metal gate onto the back or anything. Everything was all ready to go. That's awesome. And then what kind of um, power equipment are you using with the weed eaters and blower and hedge trimmer and all, all that set up? So we're running uh, steel and we have echo as well. We've got a mix of kind of both um, hedge trimmers. I'm, I'm running steel. And then I have uh, my weed eaters are steel as well. And I get the bed redefiner. It's just steel. Um, my backpack blower is an echo one. Um, and they've been, both of them actually have been great. I haven't had any issues with, with those. I started out with the Husqvarna. Uh, I forget the exact model it was at, uh, yeah, I believe at Home Depot. It's kind of where I started just buying stuff there. And then, um, gradually upgraded all my equipment. And so then it's been, uh, both of, I, I love steel and echo since I haven't had, you know, any issues with any other stuff so far. It's ran real great. And it's my guy, I know my guys love it. That's awesome. Well, what would you say as someone in your third year, what's some lessons that you've learned? You're like, ah, if I could go back, I would have done made an adjustment on how we did that. And what's some lessons that you're learning as you're, you're quickly, you know, growing as a, as a business owner here with, you know, four employees this early on in your business, what, what are some lessons that you've learned? Um, just not to jump into things too fast, honestly. Um, I've, you know, I've seen like, I've, from the get go, I was like, all right, I need to buy all these pieces of equipment and things like that. Um, an aerator. And then I kind of took a step back from all that excitement. Honestly, you get really excited. You get all this new work coming in and you just have to really control it and kind of take a, a seat back and kind of look over some things and realize, you know, what, what do you really need right now? And that's kind of what, um, I took from everything. And I, you know, it's hard to get past the excitement stage. And so when I need something is when I end up buying it. So, I realized I needed, you know, the second mower. So that's when I went out about the the right and then getting bigger properties. We're mowing some now that are, you know, up to three acres. And so I knew how to go from a 52 to a 61 because it was just more efficient and trying to get the properties done and running to two zero turns at the same time. Um, I would just do it in stages like that until you know you're ready and you absolutely need that piece of equipment. And until then, you can always rent things like aerators. I still rent my aerators um, in the spring and in the fall because I'm just not at the point where I'm, I want to drop $12,000 on, you know, a big machine just for, you know, a few times, you know, here and there, you'd run it, you know, a few weeks in the spring and, you know, maybe you get a whole month out of it in the fall. So I'll probably end up getting one next year, but in the beginning, I just wasn't at that point yet where I was using it that much. Yeah, no, that's, that's really smart to evaluate the ROI. If you buy something, you know, how many services do you actually have to provide until it pays for itself and you're, you're profitable on it? I, I made the same mistake. And, uh, in hindsight, it, sometimes it's better to go rent until it makes sense to, to purchase the piece of equipment, you know? Exactly. So how have you navigated this work life balance with, you know, two little girls to take care of a wife to take care of a full-time career and then four employees to take care of? I mean, that's, that's a lot you got on your plate. Is there anything you've learned that you, you know, wish you would have done different or, or things you've learned about time management. Cause you, you definitely got a lot to manage. Yeah, no, it is. It's definitely a whole lot to manage. Um, honestly with my wife helped me, it's with her support and things like that. It's really where it all helps. If I didn't have her support and her help throughout this, I probably wouldn't be able to manage all of it. Um, so she's been, she's been great through everything. And, you know, every, every chance we get, then, you know, I, I like to spend time with my family as we can. And I try not to work on the weekends that I'm actually off There's that Saturday and Sunday that I have off every other. I just try to spend that time with the family and just kind of 
focus in on that type of, thing, you know, family oriented things like that. Awesome. You planning on going to the GIE plus expo this year? Yes, I am actually. <laughs> I awesome. do plan on going. This will be my first one too. Awesome, man. You're in for a treat. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's like 20 acres outside with all the newest equipment. You're going to have to be careful after telling me your story. You're going <laughs> to want to buy everything, man. I know. And, uh, it's awesome. And then inside is a whole big convention center and, and just hanging out with people like Mitchell Gordy and just so many other people you just meet and then become friends with. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, man. it seems really cool connecting with everybody. Yeah, I mean, there's so many people that are like yourself and Mitchell and myself that are professionals that, you know, want to go out and make, have a profitable business and do things with professionalism and excellence and, and really, you know, satisfy the customer. And uh, then you got a bunch of other guys that, you know, are maybe giving the industry a bad name with, you know, their performance or the way they carry themselves. But then you go to GIE and you're, it's just a breath of fresh air because there's thousands and thousands and thousands of lawn and landscape, hardscape professionals. And you're like, oh, wait, I'm not the only one. Like there's a bunch of, right. you know, there's thousands of professionals all across the world that are there and you get to shake their hands, get their business card, become friends. And it just, it, it takes your business to the next level. I, I, I certainly highly recommend it. So... Paul returns with more of today's interview right after this word from our sponsors. The HardscapeAcademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to the HardscapeAcademy.com and that link is in today's show notes. We want to thank the lawn and landscape community for making GIE Plus Expo their place to reunite as an industry. Like a family reunion, thousands of dealers, landscape pros, and contractors return annually to network, share ideas, learn best practices, and make new friends. It all starts Wednesday, October 21st with the opening reception and continues into the night with free concerts in downtown Louisville. At the show, you'll have the opportunity to share experiences and brainstorm new approaches to your business challenges with friends and like-minded professionals. You don't want to miss the opening keynote, Secrets of Being an Effective Leader, presented by retired Navy four-star Admiral James Tavridis. Register now at GIE-Expo.com, and we'll see you October 21st through the 23rd in Louisville. It's the Super Bowl for lawn care and landscape hey, and hardscape professionals. You can save yourself 50% off this year's GIE Plus Expo by using the promo code PAUL. Well, back to our interview with Brian from Green Estates Lawn Care. I'm glad that you're. Yeah, going. I can see that. You know, just the energy in in the room and talking to people is they're all motivated and everyone's all ready to grow and do good. You know, rather than talking to some people that are just all negative about business. <laughs> no, it's it's really inspiring to have conversations with people. Like, you know, hey, what are you here for? What do you you know? What are you looking at? What how how can you get more efficient? You know, everyone's kind of got a little idea of pieces of equipment that we all want. Um, you know, to make our business better. And it's just the, the conversations you have. It's, it's an absolute blast. I and mean, one year I went with my buddy, Russell Skipper, and 
we drove up, so it was about a seven, eight hour drive. And I mean, we talked business the whole way up, the whole way back. And it was like, I, it was <laughs> like we got back and we're pulling in my driveway. I was like, what? I, like, I feel like we just pulled out of the parking lot at, at the hotel when <laughs> yeah. they picked me up. And I was like, how in the world did seven hours just go by? We just talked business for, you know, seven hours, nerding out with excitement <laughs> of how we're taking our business to the next level and all these, I mean, bouncing ideas off each other. And it's, it's definitely uh, the Super Bowl if you're a lawn care landscape owner. Yeah, oh, I can't wait. I'm I'm really excited this year. I'm just hoping, you know, we'll actually be able to get going with the whole COVID situation. But I'm hoping the event will still go on. I know. I think I heard that they may do if there is an issue, they may do stuff only outside and things like that. So I'm hoping at least there'll be something in place to where we can still go this year. You know, this year. Oh yeah, they'll figure it out, man. It's everyone wants it to happen, so I'm sure that. Uh, Next week, I'm actually going up to Virginia and interviewing Chris Kaiser from the OPEI. So we'll get a we'll get straight from the horse's mouth the status okay, of GIE awesome. plus Expo. So yeah, that's uh, July 22nd. Actually, when I'm when I'm going up to to meet with him. Well, is there anything else you want to share as a sheriff, as a lawn care owner? I mean, is there anything else you want to share with my audience uh, that you think could uh, be inspiring or helpful? Um, just to keep on grinding, really. You know, just. I know that some days can be hard and things like that and just don't give up. Keep, uh, definitely keep some good goals. That's what I would, I would always do. I keep goals and I'm hoping to achieve every single goal, if not surpass those goals. And when those happen, it really makes you feel good. And at the same time, you set new goals and you keep pushing yourself. Um, so just to keep on pushing yourself and don't give up, you know, it's, it's, it's tough out there, especially when it's real hot and stuff goes wrong, but just don't give up. Yeah, you want to talk about hot, come down to Georgia, dude. It's 90, 95 today. But you yeah. mentioned earlier, O'Brien, that you had this dream long time ago that you wanted to own something. You wanted to to have your own deal, you know, have your own business. Right. So now that you do have this business and you do have a, you know, a, a solid career as a sheriff, is the goal to do them dual, you know, do, do both of them and just simultaneously continue this? Or is the goal potentially one day to go all in with the lawn care you're still figuring out what what's the long-term plan here um yeah at this point i mean i'm just kind of playing it by ear honestly um i still do love both jobs um so i i mean i at some point i'd probably you know get my 20 years in and then retire from the sheriff's office and then hopefully at that point you know the the business will be doing fantastic as well but it's it's all going to be um, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know how, how well the company will do in, uh, you know, the next 10 years or so. Um, and if it's at a, you know, if it's doing really, really good, then I, I, you know, I may leave early, but, um, at this point I don't have any intentions of getting out early than I, you know, want to really at 20 years, it's kind of hard to give up that stuff. You get, you know, good pension and things like that. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. And green estate lawn care, I mean, that'd be easy to sell if you if you decided to go the other route. Maybe 10 years from now, you're like, yeah, my back's aching. My, you know, I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to yeah. just sell this thing. And then you have that 900, you know, 900 homes in that neighborhood. Next thing you know, you got green estate lawn care is doing 300 homes. You I mean, you're running the thing, you know, you could sell that. Uh, yeah, for, exactly. for a lot of money, dude. You you have 300, 400 homes in one neighborhood, green estate, lawn care, and all that equipment. I mean, you, you that would be retirement right there if you if you do things correctly. Exactly. Not that not that you have to build it to sell, but it's it's always good. I I've talked to these guys recently that are choosing the name of their company, and and I was like, well, just think if you do sell it one day, 
you want to be able to sell it in green green estates, lawn, lawn care. I mean, that's a very sellable name because it's not based off of you. It's based off of green estate lawn care. Is that the name of the neighborhood or what's green estates? No, I just honestly uh, thought about the name one day. You know, that was, that was a t- one of the hardest decisions actually was uh, coming up with a business name. It took like months of me actually just thinking of stuff and coming up with things and making sure, you know, obviously the business name wasn't taken. And um, I came across, I just thought, I thought of it and it, it stuck, sounded good. And so that's why I went ahead with that name. But yeah, it has no ties to um, my area or neighborhood or anything. Okay. But it's very sellable if 10 years from now, you're like, man, I love my wife. I just want to hang out with her and uh, travel. Exactly. And I got this pension. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, you could sell it with all the equipment you'd have by that point, And then all those accounts, you'd have the opportunity to sell it. And maybe you'll get to that point. You're like, ah, just, I love being out on the mower and making these properties look good and keeping an eye on my guys. And you just, you do that, but you got a lot of awesome options, but I, I think it's good for yeah, guys. No. Cause I was just helping a guy who was going to name his business, his, his first name or last name or something. I was like, well, if you go to sell it one day, you know, you might want to consider naming it something else right. just in case you want to sell to, to give yourself more money at that day of, of selling it. So just something to think. Exactly. Yes, yeah. it is. No, that is, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I never really thought of it that way. And I almost went, um, with that. And then obviously there's Brian's lawn maintenance. So, I mean, I was like, no, I can't do that. No, <laughs> not watching his videos. <laughs> you spell yours the same way or, or the other way? Yeah, I do. No, I do. Yeah. Same Bri- way. So Bri- was, Brian's like, no. lawn maintenance, man. He, oh, uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no, I'm definitely not doing that. So yeah, I was, uh, I was like, it's definitely not going with my name. So it was a lot easier to just come up with a general name. Yeah. Well, he's, he's in a whole nother realm because he took the Brian's lawn maintenance lawn care brand and he just converted that over to the world wide web and everybody knows Brian's lawn maintenance. You know what I mean? He's got a hundred thousand YouTube subscribers and plus, and that's growing. And then big old Instagram following. And I could go around here in Atlanta and ask people, Hey, you know, Brian's lawn maintenance. Oh yeah, I got the red truck. Cause uh, where was <laughs> yeah, exactly. I? The other day I, I was talking to someone and uh, I forget. They're telling me, no, 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 a guy lives here where I live. And uh, he has a landscaping thing on his truck. I could tell he's a newbie. I could just smell it. And I was like, hey, you got a land- <laughs> yeah. you got. I mean, it's weird. It, it's very, very weird. But I was <laughs> yeah, like, so you got a lawn care company? He's like, yeah, man, it's my first year. And I was just thinking, I knew it. Like, I just, I could just tell. <laughs> and I was like, you watch any of those guys on YouTube? And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's naming off, you know, the guys he watches. And I was like, yeah, I'm actually friends with those guys. Like, yeah, I watch that Brian's Lawn Maintenance. And I was like, yeah, I know that guy. And, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. It's good, though. I mean, I like. Who, who do you, you, know, who do you watch or, or, or learn from or entertain yourself with in the community online? Um, yeah, uh, Brian's Lawn Maintenance. Um, I got, you know, Spencer's Lawn Care. I watch a lot of their, uh, their videos. It's hard to, you know, initially is when I really when I wanted to start the companies, when I watched a whole lot of YouTube just to get, you know, ideas on pricing and all sorts of things, just, you know, I know each area is different, but I had no idea when I first got into it, where to even start pricing. But honestly, YouTube and uh, Instagram making connections with people is really how I started uh, coming up with my business plan and how I was going to, you know, build the business. And so um, now I don't have as much time, you know, cause I'm with both jobs and the family. It's just tough to, you know, you watch TV or, you know, do really much of anything other than business and, and work and family. So, uh, I don't watch, I don't watch as much now. Um, but when I can, you know, I, I do like to still watch some of their videos. Yeah. They're so awesome. I even go back to their old videos and just kind of reminisce of when I was just starting it. I know it wasn't that long ago, but I remember watching it and trying to, you know, learn certain things and go back and watch those videos. It's pretty cool to see. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't have time to watch YouTube anymore because I'm running, you know, my business, but I listen to a lot of podcasts. But I remember years ago, Brian, when I was doing radio overnight from midnight to 6 a.m., I would watch YouTube literally all night long when I wasn't talking on the radio. I'd have, you know, free time. And it gets you pumped exactly. up because you're sitting there watching Sean and PQ out working or there used to be this yep. guy, Greg Chisholm, that had the best of the best, but his videos were the best. He'd mow these little $25 lawns with a 20 inch little push mower. And, uh, he, you know, he'd be, he'd just sit there like freaks and he'd be cutting his grass, making his cash. And, uh, it, but it would pump me up. And then, you know, next thing you know, it'd be 6am and I'd be all fired up and I'd go out there, you know, with no sleep at night and I'd go and start my business and, and uh, yeah, so YouTube's a huge reason why I got the itch and got going, and it just pumps you up. You know, what I mean, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. I worked nights for a little while too, um, and I did the same thing. I you know watch YouTube and stuff here and there, and I, I got the exact same feeling. You get that that rush of excitement of oh, just, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, it's, a, you're like, it's an awesome if thing. If these guys can do it, if Sean and Savannah can do it, if Greg Chisholm can do it, if Naylor Taliaferro, he's another one I watch LCR Media. I love Naylor's. Uh, you know, videos on his, his story. And, uh, it's just, it, it's, it's so inspiring, my man. Yeah. YouTube's great. My social media too, all around. It's just been, it's, it's an awesome thing now. Um, especially when it comes to marketing with social media and things like that. Now it's, it's, it's great for the area. I can't tell you how many leads I've had just from Instagram, from people in my area, you know, through, you know, hashtags and things like that. But yeah, it's, it's a great way to market now. It's, it's awesome and learn. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. I know you got the wife and two girls you need to get to tonight. Tell us, and, and my producer will put this in today's uh, show notes, but tell us your Instagram handle and we'll be sure to put in the show notes so folks can connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. And my Instagram is just Green Estates Lawn Care. Awesome. Well, simple enough. Well, Brian, we appreciate you sharing your story and uh, thanks for serving and protecting us. We, we definitely appreciate that. And uh, Lord willing, I'll get to shake your hand at the GIE Plus Expo and I'll uh, get to, to meet in person. Absolutely. I look forward to it, man. I appreciate the call. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time. No problem at all. Take it easy, man. Another cool business story there. What I like about Brian's story the most is when he talks about years ago, there was that seed in his heart. There was that dream where he's like, man, I just wanted to own my own deal. I wanted to have my own business because I can relate to that. I remember, I mean, I, I think I went all the way back, honestly, to probably middle school when I first realized I'm supposed to have some kind of business. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but it's just something you knew and he knew it too. And so now he's walking it out and uh, really cool uh, that he's got his wife involved in the business and uh, everything going on with Green Estates Lawn Care in Virginia. So we'll put that link in today's show notes for his Instagram handle. Make sure you follow him over there and uh, check out the show notes. You'll also see the link to the Hardscape Academy to my e-course that uh, is now live and available as well as the registration to the GIE Plus Expo where you can save yourself 50% off. So thanks for listening to today's show. If you've been enjoying the Green Industry Podcast, smash that subscribe button so you can stay in touch as we put out new episodes. We try to crank these episodes out and we are getting ready to go on our summer tour all across the East Coast here, going to Virginia, North Carolina, Maryland, Ohio, Michigan, Tennessee. I'm getting pumped up. We've been scheduling all the hotel stops and getting everything kind of really dialed in. And uh, I'm just getting excited. I don't know if it's like 
whenever you're about to go on vacation for you, I get like so excited. Like there's just like, I'm amped up, I'm pumped up. There's, you have so much to look forward to. It's kind of like before Christmas when you're a little kid, you're like, ooh, am I gonna get that video game or whatever it was for you? I'd always ask for Madden every year, <laughs> the, the video game. I don't play video games anymore though, by the way. I, uh, I was at the store the other day and there's these grown men, they're sitting there talking about how they play video games. And I was just thinking to my brain, I'm like, I mean, I know there's some guys that like make money playing video games, but I'm just like, I'm, my schedule's so full, it's like I can't even compute sitting down and playing a video game. Not that I wouldn't enjoy that. I love playing Madden, but it's just like, man, well, I'm rocking and rolling. Life is exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm full of hope right now and uh, really enjoying life, um, working hard. And uh, so anyway, I don't want to get on my video game rant, <laughs> but uh, oh, thank God for men like Brian who have a work ethic, man. Go to work as a full-time sheriff. Go to work as a full-time business owner. Take care of your two daughters and wife. We need more Brian in this world. Amen. Smash that subscribe button, folks, and we will be back soon.